Thanks for listening to Right Way Presents The Real Story. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and comment. And for more information on The Real Story and Right Way, visit rightwayco.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Real Story Podcast. I am joined today for the second time by Right Way's creative director and my husband, Alex Holguin. Welcome, Alex. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) So we are going to talk about one of my favorite topics on earth today, and that is food. So I don't talk a lot about diet on this podcast, but I think it's definitely a universal issue when it comes to what do you eat to be healthy? What Which diet is right for you? There's so much information and noise out there. And I think around the two biggest ways of eating, the most noise surrounds animal-based eating or plant-based eating and which is better. <laughs> and the reason I have Alex on today is because we can, without a doubt, speak to both sides so clearly. So I'll set this up a little bit. I was vegetarian slash vegan most of my life. I went vegetarian at 13, had no fucking clue what I was doing. I cut out meat and just literally ate like beans and broccoli. And my parents were like, you're literally killing everyone. Please learn what you're doing. And so I didn't know what I was doing and I would just eat so much and just like crap food, really. But I was just married to this idea of being a vegetarian. So I would not deviate, even though I was an athlete, even though my body needed truly nutrient dense food. And I I just kind of like, I don't know, I would just work out and I would eat a bunch and I would be sore and I just was obsessed with being vegetarian. So when you and I met, you were about as far from vegetarian (laughs) as one could be. And actually, at that point, I was too. So I was vegetarian for such a long time. And then when we met 13 years ago, I I had turned back to eating meat. But... Right. It was like turkey and... Ground turkey, chicken, stuff like that. But also going out to eat and just eating copious yeah. amounts of all the things. So Sweet potato fries and like, yeah, like a lot. Just always a lot. It was always a lot. I mean, and Alex and I, you know, on our first date, we, um, or not really our first date, but the first time we went out to eat together, um, he ordered two entrees. Yeah. Like we just eat, we joke that we're garbage disposals, but we eat so much. And I grew up in a very like meat based, I was 1980s processed food, you know, then I went to the fat free, sugar free phase, but I just always ate a lot of food without understanding what it was doing to me. Right. But when we met, you were 50 pounds heavier Mm -hmm. than you are now, semi-professional rugby player. And you needed to, you wanted to lose some weight, correct? Or were you trying to gain weight? I can't remember. I was remember. trying to get bigger. Trying to get bigger. <laughs> I was already pretty big. I walked around at 230, 240 pounds. And we had, on the rugby team, we had a dietitian who would help us, you know, portion control and 
you got to get your protein and don't eat this. And when we go out to drink, don't drink too much of this and make sure you drink a glass of water in between and do all those things. So that's all I knew. Mm -hmm. We had some supplementation, uh, protein shakes. Oh God, protein shakes. Yeah. Stuff for our joints, things like that, that we try to do, try to stay on top of. But for the most part, it was eat you know kind of high quality things but you know every once in a while we'd go and we'd have our mexican night or you would eat like you were put food away you're the biggest like sandwich person but when i love sandwiches when we're when we (laughs) met though you were only eating like twice a day right if that and so at the time i was a personal trainer i was also a nutritionist so i really thought like oh well i've subscribed to this way of eating like you know this is the right way and at that at that time I was, I think the typical like kind of bodybuilder quote unquote diet of like eat clean, but <laughs> make sure you get tons of protein and all of that. But we put Alex on, or I put Alex on a plan of eating like five to seven times a day because right. you were so active and you lo- you did end up losing weight, not gaining weight, but yeah, it I just- lose, I lost a ton. Like very weight. quickly. Easily. And I wasn't eating necessarily like super clean. Right. But it was five to seven tiny meals all throughout the day. And it was, I mean, kept me awake, kept me alert, everything. And it, I mean, it really worked. Right. And, you know, again, I've written books in the nutrition space and health and wellness and really thought everything that I was researching was correct. Then fast forward to you and I. So we started to date and we loved our food. And then I read a book called Eating animals. Mm -hmm. And again, I had been vegetarian slash vegan for so long in my life and it just kind of regressed because it was easier. And I remember just thinking, oh my God, I cannot eat animals. I just, I can't. So overnight, seemingly overnight, I went plant-based again. And you as a semi-professional rugby player were like, well, I'll try it and see if I can maintain strength. Correct. Correct. So Alex used to be a chef. I, you know, he and I, a lot of people don't know this, but we actually started a blog during that time called Clean Convenient Cuisine, which got picked up by the Chicago Tribune and kind of was hot shit there for a second. And we were just experimenting and making so much plant-based food. Now, you lost a shit ton of weight. I actually lost weight. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, we felt pretty amazing. Yeah. Felt uh, really, really good. Yes. Really clean, really optimized. We could work out yeah. a ton, not get super sore. Right. We weren't doing any fake No, we were not. Anything. Everything was made from scratch. Yep. Substitutions, all the veggies... But but we were eating a lot of grains, a ton of nuts, a ton of seeds. I I mean, we we just were eating a lot of food because we were both so active. So we maintained this way of eating for years. And I was so passionate about it and just like would talk to anyone who would listen and just was like, we figured it out. This is just we're just plant based. It's easy. So then I got pregnant. And I decided to stay with a plant-based pregnancy, which looking back, I would never do that. I would do it totally different. However, super healthy pregnancy, 
nightmare delivery that had nothing to do with what I was eating. Um, and then Sophie, our daughter, was vegan really for the first three years of her life. Right. Um, and then I think, and and really like kind of looking at the whole picture, being pregnant is so hard on your body. You are depleting yourself to grow a child. And I don't think my body had the proper nutrients that it needed, even though I literally published a book called Power Vegan during this time um, and kept my research up with plant-based eating. But I think I was so depleted. I breastfed her for three years. That was also very depleting. And when I stopped, I just, there, there came a point in time where I started experiencing incredible digestive issues I, all of the foods that I was eating, I went to my holistic practitioner and was testing them. And he was like, all this food is like toxic <laughs> for you. It's like black beans and coconut oil and brought like very cruciferous vegetables and all of this stuff. And my practitioner at the time always said, you are an O blood type, which Alex is and Sophie is as well. You guys should be eating a very omnivorous diet. And I was so stubborn about it and was like, nope, never going to happen. Not going to do it. So throughout the years, we did have a few times where we we tried kind of everything. Like we we reached a point where we're like, we're not going to stick with a quote unquote diet. Right. We're going to get more into intuitive eating. So we did go back to meat at, at a certain point. But again, we were eating out so much. Um, yeah. We tried more of a Mediterranean type of eating. And then we discovered Dr. Paul Saladino who was a medical doctor, is a medical doctor, and kind of same thing. He suffered from crippling eczema. Um, he was vegetarian for a while and tried everything until he switched over to an animal-based diet. Now, what is an animal-based diet? Um, you're not just eating animals, but right. it's really looking at the source of your meat. So you're eating grass-fed, grass-finished meat, primarily red meat, so elk, beef, venison, bison. Um, you are eating fruit, um, pretty much any kind of fruit, honey, raw dairy, if your stomach can tolerate it. And for him, that's about it. For me, I, I do love vegetables, but we started to really research all the plant toxins that exist in vegetables, which you do not think about like how vegetables, because they are defenseless, do have these kind of defense mechanisms and these toxins that keep them from getting eaten from other animals. And sometimes our bodies not only cannot digest them, they do not like them. Nuts and seeds are prime examples of that, especially seeds. Um, in fact, you know, we used to eat chia seeds like they were going out of style yeah. and they recently were doing this like study with them where if you put chia seeds in a bowl and put water in them, they plump up. But that's what you think they're doing is they're plumping up and they're actually creating this like mucus layer because they do not want to be eaten and digested. So for you, I feel like when we decided, you know what? We're going to give this a try. I've heard, I've read all the studies about it. I've heard great things about it. But like for someone who has been plant-based most of their life, for me to make the switch, it was tough. For you, I feel like 
it was so easy and just agrees with your body as a jujitsu practitioner, as someone who's active. Um, can you talk a little bit about the difference going from plant-based to animal-based? Oh, definitely. I mean, I think right away, you know, having, I, I never had like indigestion, but talk about Bitch, having, please. having gas. <laughs> I, had, I had gas like you pretty look, much 24 seven. You would look at a bean. And, oh yeah. yeah. Like, and it was, and there were some times where I could have black beans and they were rinsed and they had been soaked before they got cooked. And then all yada, 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 yada. They went through all the steps to where they shouldn't be giving me gas. And yeah, it was okay for a little while, but then I'd eat another meal, like a vegan meal or a vegetarian meal. And I mean, just instant bloating. Yep. Like it was, it was crazy. And now we've been doing this for what, four weeks, three weeks. This is our second time around. The first time we did it, we did more carnivore based where it was literally just like meat. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this 24 hours a day, but it was really amazing going through that. But this, yeah, it's only been three or four weeks, um, really trying to stick to this. And I mean, both of us like died digestion wise and like well, clarity 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 um, of mind is yes. like one of the biggest things and i mean yeah no brain fog no I brain did, fog i was on trt for six months because mm-hmm. i decided to try it out and i really didn't feel i felt a little bit clearer and all of that but i didn't feel the benefits that i've read about and heard about getting on TRT when you get older. Which is testosterone replacement therapy because we've always suggest or always assumed that Alex has had lower testosterone, even though he's super athletic, you're built, but he just is very low energy and can be kind of moody. And sure enough, your testosterone was low. So you decided. It wasn't in the like, oh my God, that's so low range, but. But low for your age. It was low for my age. And then. But then I decided to get off of it because to me, it ended up not being worth jabbing myself, Yeah, you know, a few times a week, every week for the rest of my life. <laughs> so I got off of it and I take um, a supplement called Whole Package from Paul Saladino as well. It's called Heart and Soil. Whole yes. Package. So, so we're going to talk, we'll put a pin in that and come back to that because yeah, we're going to talk about Heart and Soil. Um, and I feel like eating this way and taking those supplements has really, I mean, again, I go back to clarity of mind. Yes. It's been so great. Even when sleep the night before has been interrupted or not long enough or, you know, just haven't slept that well, I still feel like the clarity of mind is there every morning. Well, I mean, I I say that like for the first time in my life, I feel like my brain is being fed. Like I, and I don't feel full. I don't feel, yes, I don't feel bloated. Um, Satiated. Yes. Oh, and satisfied, like beyond. So before, so before we went into animal-based diet and we'll kind of talk about the benefits of that, but when we were eating plant-based, I mean, it was like, you know, we'd have, I don't know, a green smoothie in the morning and then some sort of giant salad and then like a tofu stir fry dish or Mexican or pasta or whatever. And that really did seem to work for a while. But now like a typical day could look like 
Well, sometimes we do intermittent fast. Now, intermittent fasting for men, I think, is pretty great and it can mm-hmm. be very beneficial, meaning you are shrinking your window of eating down to eight hours um, a day, uh, which isn't that hard to do if most of us just skip breakfast. For females with hormonal disruptions, there are on- there's only one week out of the month that's usually during ovulation where intermittent fasting is beneficial. Otherwise, it can really kind of wreak havoc on your body. But now breakfasts are, we still, we love smoothies in our household. But now, which is funny because I have avoided dairy literally my whole life and I've had more dairy than I ever have. And it's just fine. It doesn't bother me, which is crazy. But we do, you know, we'll do Greek yogurt. We haven't been able to find raw dairy yet, but raw dairy... I mean, they've done studies. It's, some people say it's different. Some people say it doesn't make a difference. But um, we'll do some Greek yogurt or kefir um, fruit, you know, so fresh berries. If those are in season, I still do like bananas or frozen bananas. But then we take, instead of doing a protein powder, we take, um, there's a supplement called Heart and Soil. It's not really a supplement. It's actually true food, but it's desiccated organs. So all of the most nutritionally dense foods that come from the animal, the organs, the liver, the spleen, the kidney, the heart, the brain, um, there's something called beef organs. And we will empty six capsules into our morning smoothie. Our daughter has it. You can't even taste it. And she is getting all of those amazing vitamins and minerals. The beef organs are basically like a multivitamin with nothing synthetic in it. Or we will have eggs and beef bacon and avocado and maybe some cheese or whatever. Now, we like during... During all of this, we really did cut out a lot of vegetables mm-hmm. and trying to eat vegetables that are in season. But I do like <laughs> salads. I like vegetables. And I've just been playing around to see what does agree with me. One thing we have cut out completely is bread, unless it's sourdough, grains, mm-hmm. nuts, seeds, and then, yeah, like a lot of vegetables, which sounds crazy because we are taught fat is bad. You need the most like micronutrients possible. But what we don't think about is the quality of our soil and what these plants are being raised in. Unless you're getting all of your food from a regenerative farm, you really do not know what you're getting. So when we decided to to kind of try this lifestyle, we are being very responsible about where we are getting our products. If we can't get it from local farmers, There is a company called White Oak Pastures that delivers straight to your door out of Georgia. Everything is humanely uh, raised. It's all off of a regenerative farm. And the quality and taste is... Yeah, it's it's, better than anything I've I've ever had. I mean, my grandfather was a cattle rancher. Completely. And like, I mean, he had some really good practices but at the same time like that was 35 years ago completely the last time yeah. i had any of that beef and i mean just far and above the yeah qu- the quality the color the smell the you know when you get when you order meat online because a lot of people do nowadays because you can get it shipped directly to your door if you don't have a butcher a local butcher local farms around things like that and 
I mean, when you unwrap it from the package, it's not supposed to have a funky right. smell. Like, right. And it's supposed to be bright red. That's how, I mean, that's how you know. If you unwrap something and it's gray yep. and it smells like something's really weird, then, I mean, well, you don't want to put that in your system. Totally. You don't know what's happened to yeah, that animal exactly. from the time that it yes. got butchered went through however many hands got yep. wrapped up and stuff got hosed off with dirty water whatever yep and then wrapped up frozen and sent to you like that's well not... and that's always been my argument about why i wouldn't eat meat is like i don't know if it was in fear when it died sure. who touched it how many hands it's gone through it's been sitting on a shelf in a store like and so we don't get our, we do not get our meat from those places. But for me, you know, I did, I did some work with Mercy for Animals. I saw a lot of undercover investigations with these factory farms and how they treated their animals. And, you know, it was hard for me mentally to make the switch when I do love animals so much. And it felt like, I don't know. I felt like I was doing something wrong when we went back to eating meat, but like you're, because you do cook most of the meat <laughs> in the house and, but you really have reverence for it. I do. Yeah. So kind of take I us mean, through. Every time we decide on what we're having for dinner or lunch or breakfast for that matter too, I literally thank the cut of meat, the whatever, if it's ground ground beef, ground venison, whatever it is, I thank that piece of meat for nourishing our bodies. And Absolutely. I think there's, there's something to that. Some people might think that's cheesy, but I, I think that we need to connect more to our food, what we're putting into our bodies to, to take us through this world instead of, you know, I'm going to make a recipe that I found and sit there and scroll while it's, you know, cooking in the oven or in the pan or whatever, like paying attention to the timing, the sizzling, the sounds, the smells, like everything that's coming out of that process is, I think it, that's what makes cooking so much fun to me. Completely. Like, to know that I am coming up with something to nourish my family is like, that's even, that's like the cherry on top of the sundae. Well, it's amazing. And I mean, gosh, with with cooking in general and especially around cooking meat, you know, I think for a lot of people who might want to, okay, maybe I'll experiment with animal-based cooking. A lot of people don't like to cook meat or they're very sure. limited on like, well, shit, I can make a burger or some ground beef, but like, what do I, what do I do? And so we started looking into, um, I'm a big cookbook person. I like recipes. Alex does not, but, um, the carnivore cookbook had some of, has some of the coolest recipes yeah. that I'm like, there's no way this is going to turn out They're like amazing. we, okay. So, and it, this has always been my argument too, with plant-based versus animal-based to be healthy as a vegetarian. It is so difficult because, there's all the fake cheeses, the fake meats, the junky restaurants. Mm -hmm. Like that's just literally, it's junk, literally, it's junk food. and it's dressed junk up food. to look like, like yeah, that looks super appetizing, but you don't know where the 
tofu crumbles coming from well, or the fake meat well, that's the thing. thrown in a test tube. Like, so, you don't want to eat that. And so our daughter, you know, unfortunately she does not like meat because she was raised without it, but she will, you know, try things from time to time. So she loves carbs. I mean, put a yeah. freaking carb in front of her face and sure. she'll devour it. But we got a waffle maker for mm. Christmas and she loves waffles. But so we were buying these like gluten-free waffle recipes that are full of anything gluten-free is bullshit. Like it's full of absolute crap and just, you know, she would eat those and then kind of like fall into a coma. In this cookbook, they have a recipe for waffles. Hmm. And I looked at the recipe and I was like, there is no way she's eating this. It's literally ground lamb or beef, beef and eggs. And you, you know, (laughs) you blend it all up and make it in your waffle maker and then top it with fresh fruit and honey. And I was like, she's literally not going to eat this. Ate every single, every single bit, every single piece. And I've noticed with her since we have changed over. And again, she still gets plenty of carbohydrates, which I think children absolutely need. But I feel like her mood is better. She's Mm -hmm. more sustained and even keel than having like a bunch of, you know, I don't know, like fake, like a muffin or something, and then crashing from the sugar. Um, Our bodies do need high quality nutrients. And beef is one of the most nutrient dense foods on the planet. We are not taught that. We're taught that it's always vegetables and it's always the micronutrients, not the macronutrients. But I, I I don't know. I would say to people if they're on the fence about it, because I definitely was, I flip-flopped forever, pay attention to how you feel. I 100%. stayed plant-based because I thought I had to, because I was like, oh, well, I'm writing books about it and I'm talking about it. And I, I don't know. I just don't feel comfortable. But I started to really listen to my body. And sometimes I do not want red meat. And right. sometimes I do not want fish or chicken or eggs or whatever. And that's totally fine but I notice when I really tap into how I feel and what I need, just eating real food and cutting out all the processed junk. Like, yeah. we don't buy anything now that comes in a package. Like, li- I mean, no. literally nothing except like no. prunes or something. Or like pork rinds to make bread. Right. Oh my gosh. They have a bread yeah. recipe that has no flour in it. It's literally eggs and pork rinds, which yeah. sounds and insane butter. and butter. It was so good. And well, made a loaf of bread. Well, and it's funny too, right? With the fat. I mean, we get more fat. Mm -hmm. I mean, every morning we have our coffee with full fat cream from a local farm. Um, There are these amazing cheeses and... But, but like you said, it's just you're satisfied. You're eating delicious food. And then, you know, he and I, Alex and I have always liked the cheat meal and going out to eat. But now I notice when we do that, I don't feel like shit because our systems are becoming so efficient that if we do go out and have like a a lesser quality meal, I don't feel like crap the next day. Yeah. And we used to do like... You just take so many probiotics and like prebiotics. Oh, all the and supplements, take yeah. Enzymes and do this and do that. And I would still get bloated or gassy yep. or just not feel like. Well, and we would get sick a, a lot, lot. a lot um, yeah. as vegetarians. And, you know, part of that was probably having a child, right. a young child entering the school age years where she would come home with something all the time. But. 
I don't know. I feel like we're way more optimized. Um, And, you know, we live in a very supplement happy society where, I mean, and you look in our cabinet, I mean, I I would fall prey to the advertising and be like, oh, well, I got to get this and I got to get this fish oil and do this and all of that. And we've pretty much done away with every supplement except hardened soil, which again, not getting paid to talk about hardened soil, but- They, out of all of the supplements I've ever taken in my life, because it is just purely desiccated organs, they have stuff for immunity, for mood, brain, and memory, for hormone health, for him and her, um, sleep, thyroid, thyroid, like pretty much any issue you have, this can supplement if you're not going to go out and you know, make some liver or buy something really high quality. That's, that's one of the biggest barriers to entry. Yes. You've got all these people online and if you like looking at Instagram and seeing what so-and-so is up to and this, that, and the other, like it's one of the most nutrient dense foods is cow liver. Yeah. Raw. And I'm not going to eat raw (laughs) liver. Like, no. I would at some point love to hunt an animal and learn how to butcher it and clean it and do everything. So I know like this is what the process is to get that food into my refrigerator or freezer or wherever it is before I prepare it for my Mm -hmm. family. Like I want to be part of the beginning to the end. And I, I think that having heart and soil supplements and they're, There are other companies that make desiccated organ supplements. I've just, I think these are probably at the top of the food chain because we've had so much success with them in the way that we feel, sleep, you know, skin and hair, all that stuff. And, you know, if, if that's the barrier to entry for certain people, then starting there, yeah, Yeah, just starting there. Even Even if you just take the supplements and you don't eat meat for your regular meals or you just have eggs and veggies which if you eat eggs don't ever ever remove the yolk like it is eggs are the perfect brain food um we were literally listening to a podcast recently we're just talking about that like why would you ever throw that out like our brains need fat fat is good cholesterol all of the shit we have been told about (laughs) cholesterol fat it's not true like you you do not need to abide by a system who has come up with a fucking food pyramid that is so outdated that is like our everybody knows that our healthcare system is a sick care system our government does not care about our health at all and you have to decide what you were going to put in your mouth what makes you feel good and your body is the barometer if you feel like shit after eating a salad don't eat a salad right if you feel terrible after eating red meat don't eat red meat but like it's up to you to pay attention to the sourcing that is the number one thing if you are buying your meat at costco because it's saving you money it's probably not going to be the best thing in the world for you to eat yeah and i mean even even when things say that they're organic and things like that you still don't know the practices of the farm and that's why white oak pastures oh phenomenal because you go to their website and you can see like they even you can come out yeah you can come out and stay so you can stay and then they 
they run you through like this is how we make tallow from our beef this is how we make this from this this is you know where these animals roam before you know they're taking the slaughter they're put in the butcher shop this is how we do this and and i i think just just reconnecting that way um because yeah factory farms are fucking horrible 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 like that's that's the most inhumane like awful fucking thing that you could even if you don't care about those things like putting that in your body into your body after it's been scared abused yeah no no washed with bleach no never all that crazy stuff kept in confinement mistreated all that like you are taking on that energy whether you believe that or not you are you are taking on that energy yeah and no wonder you know if you if you buy again from like i'm not knocking costco but like (laughs) if you get some like subpar cut of beef from somewhere and you eat it and you're like oh i've been eating beef and cooking it in butter and tallow that's all organic and blah blah but I feel like shit after I eat it. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, that's something to consider. Where's it coming from? Yeah. Call the farm up. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. And be like, it, hey, what? how do you practice? What do you feed your chickens? Yes. And if they say, well, we, we've got them on a vegetarian diet, be like, well, why? Why aren't your chickens roaming around eating worms and bugs and all this shit that they're supposed to be eating? Yeah, I mean, that would be if, if you're like kind of grappling with what to eat or what to try and, and you're in animal based or curious about animal based, like the first thing to pay attention to is sourcing, like talk to your local farmers markets, talk to a local butcher or get online and start researching where to get this stuff because it will make such a difference in your journey. Now, if you go down the research rabbit hole on either side, you can find research to support like animal base is the worst, animal base is the best, plant based is the worst, plant based is the best. So you have to figure out what you want. If you are plant based and you are, there's no way you will ever eat any animals. The biggest piece of advice I would say for vegetarians or vegans out there. Number one, remove all seed oils from your diet. If you are buying anything in a package, chances are it has sunflower oil, expeller pressed canola oil, safflower oil. If there is anything in the ingredients with that oil, any of those oils, like if you eat Beyond Meat, Impossible Burgers, I mean, that's always been my issue or like the fake chicken nuggets or this or that. It It's full of absolute shit, absolute shit. There's nothing in there to nourish your body. Cut that stuff out. If you're going to be plant-based, then eating real whole foods, nothing substituted, nothing coming in a package. And I think if you do cut out all that stuff, if you're not eating any sort of, you know, if you're not eating tofu, if you're not eating fake burgers or fake meat, you're really left with like beans for um, protein. And they're almost at the top for E. coli and just different toxins. So making sure that you rinse them Mm -hmm. and soak Soak them them. overnight, or that's what I mean, (laughs) soak them and then rinse them and cook them. But I don't know. I just like in thinking how many years I did that, I'm like, how did I do that without getting bored? (laughs) Or I I, I don't know. And it's it's also a lot of work. 
It is a lot of work. We spent more money as vegetarians than we did. We always, we'd we'd go to the grocery and have a big list of like, we're going to make this lasagna and this type of this and this type of this. And we'd spend 500 bucks on being vegan. And Mm -hmm. I'd be like, how? (laughs) We're not getting like anything. We're not buying cheese. We're not buying eggs. We're not buying like anything. And then again, back to the point of the, the fake stuff, like... If you want a burger, eat a burger. Well, I've all, I mean, I've like, literally like always said those, that. Yeah. Those are full of endocrine disruptors. Yeah. And you're heating them up to a certain temperature. Probably cooking them in crappy and oil. It's, it's yep. like, it's just, it's crazy. It's like you're, you're creating this toxic thing mm-hmm. that you're then eating and you're wondering like, well, my thyroid's out of whack. I wonder nope. why. And it's like, because you're eating fake stuff. Like, yeah, I'm, you know, guilty. Of oh it God, too. we did it like, for, we did oh it for God, years. Beyond burgers, they taste great. But then it's like, why not just eat a burger? And it's got one ingredient in it. It's one ingredient. Fat and muscle. Like, like, why not? I mean, I, I think we get very, well, so that is the other thing I would say. Do your research because there is so much misinformation out there that, Raising animals to be eaten takes up more of our land's resources than raising plants. And it's actually not true. So do your research because, again, you can find research to support either of these arguments. But your body is the best research you can actually do. Start paying attention to the sources of your food. Start trying different things. I went out to to lunch with a couple of friends today, and one of them has kind of sworn off meat. And she has been feeling so depleted, low on iron, and ordered a burger and felt like a million bucks. So listen to your body. Do not subscribe to a certain diet because you think you have to or it's the right thing to do. Do your research. You can eat animals and do it in a humane and loving way, in a way that nourishes your body. You can also be completely plant-based and do it in a way that makes you feel great, but also do it in a way where you feel good and you don't feel like shit, but you have to listen to your body. We would love to know which way do you prefer? How do you eat? Um, Anything you want to say, any comments, feedback, Always feel free to email us at podcast at rightwayco.com. Alex, thanks for being on here. Thank you. Until next week, guys. Thanks for listening to Rightway Presents The Real Story. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and comment. And for more information on The Real Story and Rightway, visit rightwayco.com.